Hi, and welcome to Mouse Chat. I'm Lisa, and joining me, I've got the whole crew. We have Chris, Lauren, Sharpie, and Steve. Hey. Welcome. Hello. 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 Howdy, Lisa. Howdy, hiya. Mm-hmm. How's it going? It's going. It's rough, but it's going. Just busy. Yeah. Tiring days, but everyone has tiring days, so kind of makes me average. I don't. I just had a foot massage. Oh. Well, well that's nice. Yeah. I, I'm drinking champagne right now on a chaise lounge on the beach. Hmm. I have a migraine and a glass of wine. Those two things I don't think go together, though. Mm-mm. So this could turn out to be interesting with Lauren. Okay. So, kind of like the show's gone so far. This is going to be a mishmash show. Yes. It's mishmash. Uh, Chris, you recently went to Walt Disney World in Orlando, and you've got a couple things you want to tell us about. First, you did a little bit of food and wine. Yes. Okay. So if you know me well, you know, I've been on a diet for like four months and I'm, I'm like fed up with this diet. Right. And so my, my sole idea was I was going to food and wine and I was going to tear it up. I mean, I was going to be the person who ate everything. So this is more of a cautionary tale for food and wine. It's not a review because we're actually going back next week and we'll be able to give you a better idea when we come back from our little training trip which will include a visit to food and wine. However, I had two bad experiences of food and wine. One was- Don't disappoint me. I'm telling these people this so they don't eat this. No, 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 no. It's just two items and you wouldn't have eaten them anyway. All right. So so we've got you covered there. You don't worry about it. So the first thing, okay. So I go in there and I meet up with Mandy and Adam and Adam's a listener of the show and Adam is um, very fun. And, um, the first thing is not something I tried, but I always look forward to that dessert booth and that's actually gone this year. Instead, they have this app almond orchard booth. I don't even know. Is that where my risotto is? is? That's where your risotto is. And I didn't try it, but, um, you know, we'll have to try it next week. Did it look good? Um, no, I was, you know what? I don't, I don't know. I had tears in my eyes cause I wanted the dessert. I wanted that, um, you know, the hard soda with the orange, with the ice cream. <gasps> I wanted Wait, that. They don't have that. It's gone. What? It's been replaced by a bunch of nuts. I mean, please. Well, this I is not so, surprising. No, it was, I, I was so sad. I was like, Mandy, the first thing I want is that. And she's like, oh, well, I have bad news. <laughs> so, okay. So. I got a little distracted. So I went to this place called the cheese studio and they had a few different things. They had like a cheese plate, which looked great. They had a trio, but they also had this braised beef stroganoff. It had little egg noodles, which were more like spätzle. They had mushrooms and um, some like cheese. And I said, oh, I'll get that. It was absolutely awful. Like I made better beef stroganoff at, at, you know, my freshman year of college on a hot plate than, than this. This was horrible. With Hamburger so Helper? Oh, no. It, it, hamburger Helper is better than this. It was terrible. It Ugh. was just weird. There was a lot going on there. It was not good. And for five bucks, uh, I'm just going to save everyone their $5, right? So I thought, okay, well, sometimes that happens. And I had heard that the Fire and Spice booth, which was nearby, I heard that was really good. And they had these, they had piggy wings, which they always have piggy wings somewhere at um, 
at these food booths and it's just basically like some pork they've, you know, like a rib, but they're calling it wings. And it's like a little sticky wing sauce with some sesame seeds. It's always good. I mean, it's hard to make that bad. Um, but I had had it before. So I decided to go ahead and try something different. And what I got was, um, it was, how can I put this? It was smoked. Oh, I hate smoked. Yeah. See, I really, I usually like barbecue and things like that, but it was, um, give me one second. I got to scroll down. Okay. It was smoked corned beef with warm, crispy potatoes, pickled onions, and a beer fondue made out of like American and Romano cheese. It was the biggest pile of garbage I have ever put in my mouth. And that's saying a lot. It was terrible. The The meat was stringy and so salty. Like, and I love salty food. Um, and it was overly smoky. The cheese sauce was a big glob of, it tasted like paste and it looked like paste and it had the texture of paste. There were, the only thing that maybe saved it was the pickled onions, but there weren't really enough. And the crispy potatoes were actually potato chips. What? So. It Are was you kidding me. It was terrible. It was terrible because I thought, well, I get some potatoes, get some corned beef. This is going to be really good. No, it was awful. And um, it was bad. And uh, I felt like um, I felt like I felt burned, you know, like after that, I'm like, I'm just not trying anything else at food and wine. So Mandy and Adam, they both had a few things, um, you know, the the Hawaiian slider, which Mandy said was smaller this year. I didn't think it was. Um, and you know, we met up with another listener named Stephanie and Stephanie got, um, the warm chocolate cake, which is of course always good. That's from Ireland. Um, I'm willing to wait and go back to food and wine, but this was a big disappointment. So I'm very sad. I, it was only two booths, but you know, like you get burnt. You're like, okay, I can't let this happen again because I got burnt twice, literally by that, you know, it was awful. So, um, that's not how food and wine normally is. And I will say that Mandy and Adam loved what they had. I wasn't spending any more money on food. I went well on food that I didn't know would be good. So I went and had fish and chips in the UK, which was fantastic as always. Yeah. You can't go wrong with that. No, it's always good. So, so that's my food and wine experience. I'm sorry. I will have better stuff to say. And if you're on Twitter, please don't ask Steve to fire me again. Like the guy did a couple months ago, just cause I had an opinion that didn't agree with you. It makes me sad when you do that. Besides eventually Steve's going to listen and fire you. Yeah. I, whatever. <laughs> I'll just keep showing up. <laughs> what was your opinion on that? He didn't like. I don't know. It was, I mean, like all he said was, is it, if it, uh, I don't know. I don't want to repeat it because it wasn't very nice, but okay. Mandy was kind enough to draw my attention to it. Okay. Just basically we'll, we'll he said, I, I complained, but I, I like to tell people the truth. I would feel really sad if someone went and got that corned beef and spent their $5 snack credit instead of on something good. For example, on the, uh, on the steak in Canada, which Mandy had, which looked delicious and is always good. So, oh, one more thing. I will say some of the agents and Lauren and I had talked about, there's a $65 prepaid um, entitlement. Is it eight entitlements? 
Lauren? Yeah, I think it was It eight. sounds right. I haven't done it yet. It sounds okay. right, though. So it's eight. And Lauren and I were talking and saying, gosh, that sounds kind of expensive because, you know, unless you're going to buy all alcohol, it might be too hard to break even. But after seeing some of the prices, which were a tiny bit higher than they were last year, I think you could, if you get a couple alcoholic beverages and Not the rest- Not a problem. Food, yeah, and the rest food you will break even or maybe save some money. So um, that's not a bad option. I think there are some exclusions, and I'm not sure what those are yet because we didn't visit that booth. So, oh, one more thing: make sure you go to the um, festival center and go into the Girardelli section. They have uh, sculptures like made out of chocolate from Moana and all kinds of Beauty and the Beast. Those are pretty cute. Are they oh, still giving away the cool. free? Girardelli squares or Ghirardelli squares? I think so, but you know, I wasn't really hungry at that point. So we didn't get, and nobody was handing stuff out. We were like close to the end of the night. So, okay. Um, all right. So Chris, you got to do a tour this time around. Yes, I did a tour. Um, it started in the morning. It starts at eight o'clock. It's the Marceline to the magic kingdom tour. It's $49 which for a three-hour tour is well worth it. We had a wonderful guide. Her name's Stephanie, and she's from Tennessee. And um, although I might have gotten that wrong, and Adam will tell me because he was um, he was uh, more attentive to all that than I was. Um, I have to say it was a fantastic tour. I actually liked it better than the um, Backstage Magic tour. Um, and part of it is because it was only three hours, so it really doesn't cut into your whole day. It starts at eight o'clock, which is easy. It's cool out for the first couple of hours. You get to see an almost empty park. And the first thing we did is we met on Main Street and then we walked up Main Street. She told us a bunch of different stories and a lot of different things about Walt Disney, about his life in um, Marceline. And how that influenced a lot of his life and how he went out to California, how he lost everything and was able to create Mickey Mouse. So just a, a wonderful story. Probably the highlight for me is um, you did get to go into the mat or into the Haunted Mansion. You rode the, you rode the, um, you know, she took us through the entire queue, which was fantastic because, because I knew a lot of the stories, but I didn't know the in-depth stories. Um, so if you're really into the Haunted Mansion for this alone, it's totally worth it because you do ride through and you don't get a flashlight tour. You don't get a private tour, but afterward you get to go inside the um, ballroom scene, which is more than worth it. So that was fantastic. You get to go backstage. They take you back there. You get to see all the stuff you normally don't get to see. You um, go into this for you. What's that? Did it ruin it for you? Not at all. Not at all. Okay, you do cool. get to go, you get to go back into, um, you go into a little room and you think there's nothing back here and it's super dark. Like it's, it's dark and there's all kind of like, um, reflective tape on the wall. And there's like, you'll, you'll see some of the jokes that the cast members who work there put up, like the Imagineers do funny things, but, um, they take you to the back and you can only go, um, a certain, you know, you can't go all the way back into the scene because then people will see you and you can see the cars, the lights from the doom buggies going above you, but then you get to see how everything works. And, uh, it was good and it won't ruin it for me. I think for someone who's maybe like really hardcore into the magic, this is not the thing to do. But, um, for someone like me, it was really fun. Like I loved it. Our tour guide was fantastic. I mean, for three hours, she was just full of information, could answer every single question. Um, 
after that, we went and she told us a little bit about It's a Small World, but we didn't go on it. I think you may go on it normally, but we were running a tiny bit behind. And then we went to Carousel of Progress and, um, uh, you know, she told us a lot about that. Like many things about Carousel of Progress, I didn't know. And by the way, the little girl in the first scene, do you want to know about her? Sure. Yeah, why I think so. You, why are you so, are you not excited, well, Sharpie? Well, you make it sound like yeah. it's going to spoil something. Like what we don't do want to know. What do you think the deal is with the little girl in the first scene? Uh, she, she's adopted. Did you ever wonder where that kid came from? It's their youngest child. She died of typhoid. Oh, wait, why? I thought she was the same kid that grows up later. No, because Patty's in the other scene. Remember, she's getting ready for her date. Oh, okay. I totally made up that typhoid story. Nobody knows. So apparently they, the, um, the people who were the cast members who worked in, who work in uh, carousel of progress contacted the Disney archivist. Um, who's like this, you know, he can find out answers to everything. And his answer was, we don't have a story about who that kid is. Nobody knows. Make one up yourself. So that's my story is that she died of, you know, typhoid. <laughs> so you anyway. can't make up a story. It doesn't work that way. That, yes, you can. Yes, you can. Because they made up a story about the Haunted Mansion. You know, the ring and the Haunted Mansion queue. That's a guest story and a, get, a cast member story. That's not an Imagineer story. But eventually, when they refurbed that queue, they added that ring. The story about the bride throwing the ring out the window. And that's why there's that little um, ring in the, uh, um, in the queue. And it wasn't a, it wasn't a ring originally. It was actually just something that had been left there that was, you know, circular and looked like a ring. So when they refurbed it, they put an actual ring in there. So to keep the story going, the story that guests and cast members had, you know, told that wasn't a Disney story at all. So I feel like I should be able to say that, you know, maybe not typhoid, maybe that's out of, you know, maybe that's not a 1901 kind of thing, but yeah. That's my story. Anyway, so they, they took us through that and then uh, that was awesome. And so again, it was three hours. It was fantastic. And um, it's like, if you don't want to commit like to a five or six or seven hour tour, this is a great way to do it. And again, it's $49. So that's not a bad price. Sweet. Yeah, it's yeah. cheap. I've well, done and, it before. It's and they, a good have, one. they have a lot of discounts yeah. on that too. Or yeah, lots they of do. ways to get discounts. You can get 20% off, I think, when you use your Disney Visa or DVC member or, I don't know, AP maybe? Yeah, they have annual pass discounts. They have a ton of discounts for it. So it's like, like we got a cast member discount because we had Mandy with us. Um, and so, you know, it was it was very reasonable for us to do it. We did, we did the tour probably, I'm going to say like a, a month or two months after it first opened. Uh, and that was, uh, that was when uh, Snow White Scary Adventure was still the dark ride that they took you through. So it's changed a little bit since it first yeah. opened. Yeah, I remember oh, that. Was that really? Oh, yeah, wow. I, that's what it was. The, I actually went through that with the lights on probably two weeks before they closed that ride. 
That's one of the times I did, did it. Did I do that with did you? Did you want? Oh, God. Yeah, I did it with you. Okay. I thought that was, was the right uh, Masters, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was neat. Okay. So we have a, a listener who wrote in. Her name is Ashley. And it's kind of a sweet little story. Uh, we were, well, I'll read it. And, and that'll explain the whole thing. So it says, hey, Mouse Chat. That's us. I just want to share a story of mine with you all after listening to your Disney World Hacks episode. At the very end of the episode, there was an aside about the five-legged goat, Ram, whichever you want to call it, in the mural at the Contemporary. I perked up as soon as I heard this because it was my first time. It wasn't my first time hearing about it. I did the college program in 2013, and on my first day of on-site training, uh, my trainer, Hugh, nice job, Hugh, was taking um, her and three of her fellow cast, uh, the new CPs, the new cast members, around the Storybook Circus area. We were wearing our cast member pin lanyards, so people were frequently asking to see our pins. One particular guest took a liking to one of my pins and asked to trade. I agreed, and she gave me a very interesting pin in return. It was a blue goat with a chevron pattern. I immediately asked my very knowledgeable trainer, Hugh, if he knew anything about this pin that I'd never seen before. He proceeded to point out to me that the goat had five legs, and then he tells me the story of this goat. According to Hugh, Mary Blair accidentally added the fifth leg to the goat in the making of the mural, but Walt told her to leave it the way it was because everyone makes mistakes. Now, as much as I love a little Disney magic and storytelling, I googled this and realized that Walt's death and the opening of the contemporary do not overlap. According to the internet, Mary Blair intentionally added the fifth leg to show that no man made no man-made creation is perfect. Regardless, I absolutely love this unknown hidden gem and make it a point every time I ride the monorail through the contemporary to spot the five-legged goat. I'm so glad that you guys mentioned it. I've attached a picture of my pin in case you guys haven't seen it before. Anyway, I just thought I'd share. Always a good friend. Also, a good friend of mine decided that a mouse chat meetup, Halloween party, and food and wine were all great excuses to make a trip to Florida. So I will be seeing y'all in October. I'm so excited. Have a magical day, Ashley. That's pretty cool. Thanks, Ashley. Yeah, and I like the picture because I want one. I looked it up on eBay, and if you're lucky, you can get them for 99 cents. Or if you're not so lucky, you were going to say ninety nine dollars. No, I, I, I thought she like, was. She what? was like, "Holy cow!" No, no, you can get, but you have to wait them out. There's some on there that um, I shouldn't even tell you guys because you're going to try and outbid me. But oh, um, no, don't give me any ideas. I know, but if you do a buy it now, you're going to pay like seven or eight dollars. I'm I'm not going to pay seven or eight dollars, but I do I, like the yeah. pin. I like it. Now, do you trade them or you just like to have them? Um, I guess there's a little bit of trading involved. I like what I like. I don't buy the sets. Uh, I like to, I like the fun of putting the sets together and, and building that up. And, and it's the, the hunt that's exciting, I guess. And the girls. That's how I feel about shoes. Yeah. Or a bargain. So... It, the girls have their favorites, and so I try to find what they like, and they love pin trading. They, it's hard because 
you know, they go with about 10 pins that they can trade. They're willing to give away. And then they, they quickly get 10 new ones that they like, and then they're out of tradable pins. And so then they have to dig into the ones that they just got, they just traded for and, and decide which is going to be the, the sacrifice. My kids kind of, my kids wanted to do that on the last trip. And I was like, no, you're not starting that. It's it's expensive. mm -hmm, It's a bad habit to start. Yeah. If you, if you, it's a lot better if you buy your pins on eBay. Yeah. If you go to eBay, it makes it easier. And then it's just more stuff that ends up like thrown in the back of the toy closet. I, I should post a picture because I made these pin boards for the girls and uh, I used a two by two ceiling tile, acoustic ceiling tile, covered it with mm-hmm. fabric, um, kind of sectioned it off with sparkly ribbon and uh, and then embroidered their name on the fabric. And so it's pretty cool. Wow. And they stick their, their pins on it. I'll post a picture. Yeah, you should post a picture like on the See, mouse chat private page. Yeah, I'll- I buy um, the artist canvas like the pre-stretched ones yeah, and then use, uh, just put my pins on that and use Sharpie markers to like. Oh, you it. just wanted to say Sharpie. You just like to say your name, don't you? Sharpie. Hey, Sharpie. I'm indelible. <laughs> no, stop. Cool. All right. So those are our, our mishmash notes for the day. All right. So I'm going to wrap up the show. I'd like to thank Pixie Vacations for sponsoring the podcast, as usual. Don't forget to contact your mouse chatters if you're interested in booking anything. Except, like, a bowling reservation. They can't really help you with that. Unless it's at Splitsville. You could help with that. We can book that? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> yes. All right, so if you have comments or questions, you can send those to us at comments at mousechat.net. If you have, uh, you can also do that um, at the bottom, wherever you're listening to us. If you uh, want to listen to more of the shows, you can go to iTunes and also back to mousechat.net. Thanks so much for listening. Please join us again next time on Mouse Chat.